Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the CVO of Kabuki Strength Barefoot Athletics Fast Formula, Chris Duffin. His website is store.kabukistrength.net. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate uh, looking forward to some conversation this morning. Yeah, me as well. I thought I'd start asking since it's a new year. Do you feel any different from 2020? Um, I am just so excited this year. That's all I can tell you. I've got so many uh, big projects in the work that, uh, you know, every, every, you know, those, those new beginnings, the new year, people laugh at it, you know, new, new year's resolutions, whatever. But, uh, every, every, you know, the first Monday of every, every year, the first Monday of every week, like I, I'm just pumped to get moving. Yeah. Yeah. What are some, uh, projects that come to mind right now that you're most excited about? Uh, right now I've got, uh, I'm working on my, my second book. So it's supposed to be uh, released through a major, major publishing house and it is uh, specifically a business book. So mm-hmm. going to be focused on a lot of philosophies and how you, uh, lead people, uh, goal setting and then, uh, execution, which, mm-hmm. uh, I consider a, a big trifecta. A lot of, uh, books out there focus on one of those avenues and not all of them and kind mm-hmm. of gloss over, uh, you know, the, the importance of, of putting all three in place and Mm -hmm. then, uh, working on wrapping up a documentary about uh, myself. So, uh, it's being filmed by an independent, uh, it's a, this, I spent uh, several years chasing a big physical feat in the last year. I actually wrapped up completing it literally two days before everything shut down before COVID. And then, so the rest of the movie has been a little bit slow as they've filmed Mm -hmm. people pass through my life and, uh, and building the rest of the story is kind of related to my best-selling book, the, my first one, which is not a biography, mm-hmm. uh, The Eagle and the Dragon. But mm-hmm. that is due out middle of, I think, uh, their target in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. I said my, my book will be later in the year. And then uh, late this spring, I'm looking at uh, relaunching a, a new podcast myself um, focused on people that have performed well in athletics, uh, leadership and entrepreneurship and talking, trying to understand their North star and what drove them and where they're going. Yeah. So pretty, pretty excited about those are kind of three big things I'm working on this year. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you have lived a very uh, purpose-driven life uh, support so far at this point, so much that you, um, you know, you're working on your second book and you uh, are currently getting a documentary done of you. And so uh, it's just uh, an honor to be able to speak with you today and, and get a snapshot of your life right now. Yeah, it's uh, I've had a I've had a wild ride. So that's uh, that's what the autobiography <laughs> is kind of about. Like, I I I grew up uh, homeless in the wilderness, in fact, wow. and so overcame a lot of trauma and struggle. I ended up raising my three younger sisters, mm-hmm. took custody of them while I put myself through school. I wow. got uh, dual engineering and MBA, and then I did really well in the corporate world. I was a kind of a turnaround person as an executive. They brought me in turnaround companies or divisions of companies. Um, my my big success there, I ran a, I came in to turn around an aerospace company and I turned it around from underperforming to the the best supplier in the world for Boeing Corporation of wow. its kind and got it prepped and sold. 
And then, uh, yeah, I did some stuff in the lifting world. Uh, arguably one of the strongest people to walk the planet and uh, launched my own companies, which have uh, been pretty successful. So I started doing that five years ago and I built uh, uh, Kabuki Strength is a, an eight figure company growing towards nine. We're globally recognized brand. Uh, mm -hmm. It is, if you watch any co college or professional sports, you know, we're working with the players or the teams. Mm -hmm. um, we're in, we're in everything big, Actually, a lot of celebrities are starting to use our stuff like, uh, you know, uh, Dwayne uh, Johnson, The Rock. He's got like eight of our bars, mm. uh, like all the uh, it's Thor, LeBron, like tons of stuff. I mean, it's uh, we're, we're everywhere. Tour de France, uh, Stanley Cup winners. Uh, like I said, professional sports, like 90 plus percent of all sports teams work with Kabuki. So wow. I mean, like in major league baseball, three teams don't, and they're kind of smaller teams. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have great relations with uh, the Dodgers and the Yankees and, you know, been, you know, it, it's pretty crazy. And then, yeah, the last two years I launched two other brands, which is uh, build fast formula and barefoot shoes. And both of those have become uh, seven figure companies within the first, you know, year and a half, two years. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's going pretty well. Keeping me pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. So Chris, what are you doing here? Like if you're, if you have all this exposure already, if you're already well known, like what are you doing on a podcast? <laughs> you could, you should be relaxing right now. <laughs> I, uh, I love doing podcasts. Like I love, I mean, all of my companies, and myself are really founded on this education first principle. Mm. And so it's what are the things that we have of value that we can, that we can share. And mm -hmm. a lot of people question me on, on that approach because we, you know, I've got like a Kabuki probably close to a dozen people uh, mm. that are dedicated to producing education that drops for free daily. Wow. So we've got uh, a lot of really highly educated people along with production staff and I, I do podcasts, like I writing my second book, you know, the revenues off of a book don't, by the way, they don't really make money. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I mean, they pay for them, pay for your time maybe, but it's, uh, there's very few people that are making, you know, millions of dollars off of publishing a book. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's, it, it's just, you know, getting out there and trying to have an impact on, on people. And that, I mean, that is the whole intent behind Kabuki Strength. The intent of my first book, my second book, is they're all around this theme of helping people live better through strength, through understanding that resilient or resilience or strength is developed through adversity, through challenge, through uh, it is through the stress, through the adversity, through the conflict, the chaos, the things in life that we try to avoid are actually the things that really allow us the opportunity to grow and be better. And, and it's a message I feel really important about. It is my life. Like I, if I didn't believe in these things, I'd be dead. I'd be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, I, I, a lot of people that I grew up and around, that is, that is what ha has happened to them. They're either, yeah. you know, on drugs in jail or in prison. And, and I didn't let that happen. I, and so that is it's like my personal mission to, to be out there and sharing those principles with people in ways that you put those into place in your life, 
in your business, as an entrepreneur, uh, and those philosophies to me are, are really important. And so I said that drives, you know, myself, Kabuki Strength, my other companies to really be on this uh, education first. And it's allowed me to shift what I do into doing things like this. Yeah. Uh, and my, my books and starting a podcast that again are not necessarily related to anything those companies do in essence, other than it's more of the mental, emotional side of things or impact on your business and your life. Uh, while my companies are purely in the physical nature of living better through strength. But I think anybody that's wants to be better for themselves is going to have a physical component. You should, if you don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this has kind of been sitting on my mind since you first mentioned it, but uh, you hinted, you know, early on that you were homeless and you had to raise your three younger sisters. And and so I have to ask, how are your sisters doing today? Uh, They're doing really well. Mm -hmm. So we we have an interesting relationship. Uh, I'm kind of a father figure and their, their older brother at the same time, (laughs) but, uh, God, I guess we're, we're getting old now. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all in their mid or late thirties by this point in time. But, uh, uh, this last, I thought, uh, I thought everybody was done uh, having babies, but, uh, I had another one myself, uh, here in my forties. So, and thank you. It's my third, uh, third child. And, Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, all three of my sisters ended up uh, uh, deciding to do the same thing again. So they all had uh, uh, their, I, I, I believe they've said their last children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> three months apart, three months apart, there was uh, each of them. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they're, they're happy living, living life the way they want. Uh, they're, yeah, we grew up uh, away from everyone. I'm the only one that really lives in the, I guess you would call it normal society city. So they're, they're uh, country folk that live out in, in, in the boonies, mm-hmm. do their thing. And uh, that's, uh, they enjoy being that way. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that, uh, you know, you mentioned that you uh, kind of play that father and brother uh, figure to them. Um, I imagine that a lot of their success has to do with you, you know, being that role model and really taking um, taking reins of taking care of the family. Uh, and I feel like that says a lot about you. And it's it's why I believe you're successful in everything that you're doing today. Uh, I think it, to me, it sounds like maybe your sisters were the big motivators to that. Certainly. I mean, it, it's actually a piece like early on that I probably inadvertently learned about, you know, burning the bridges behind you or Mm -hmm. there, if you put yourself in this position where you can't fail and there's no way out, but to succeed, uh, you really have no choice, but to take the steps and learn how to, to, to walk the walk and be disciplined with moving forward with accomplishing your goals. Mm -hmm. And when I was young, it was, it was a rough environment, but the fact that I was responsible for them made me have to succeed, made me have to step up the plate, made me have to not wallow in my, my own pity, depression, whatever it was, you know, whatever emotions I may, may, you know, might, a person might fall into it that to be, you know, I got to step that aside and be a leader. Right. And and yeah, it's just within the family, but it, uh, you start learning those, those skills and traits and mentality pretty, pretty early. So I would have to say that a lot of my success is likely a result of them as well. And what yeah. I had to, had to do in that manner. 
Yeah, definitely. I really like how you touch upon earlier that, you know, it's often the thing that we avoid that allows us to grow. And to me, it sounds like you couldn't avoid, <laughs> you know, a lot of things that you had to, you know, deal with, you know, you had, you had to be there uh, for your sisters, you know, you had to be that leader, you had to be that provider. And, you know, sometimes I think that uh, some people maybe don't have enough of that, like, like they don't have, um, you know, like a least amount of options so that they have to grow. Um, and so it, I think it's easier for a lot of people to just avoid it overall. This is, I've got a, a, a piece I wrote a number of years called the, uh, the practice of living in fear. And mm. it is really about learning that when you get that twisting up in your gut, because as human beings, we're always trying to find comfort. We're trying to find the easy way out, trying to right. avoid these situations. And when you get that like knot kind of twirling up, curling up in your stomach, where maybe you got a little bit of excitement maybe about something as well, but it's a mixture of fear and anxiety. And I don't want to, it could be a conversation with an employee, a boss, uh, <laughs> a partner. Uh, it could be the, should I go back to school? Should I, this job isn't the right move for me. Should I shift to another career? Like all of these things. And, and you've got that mixture and it's twisting. That is a signal for it's, it's time for you to run into it, mm. mm -hmm. turn towards it because that is your opportunity. And maybe not, maybe that thing isn't, but the fact of turn, being in the practice of doing that is, Mm -hmm. So if you, to articulate this, you know, cause you say, oh yeah, I should be chasing con. I should be trying to find struggle and work through it. Like, let's talk about the physiology of this. If I break my arm and it goes into a cast, mm -hmm. it immediately starts to atrophy. When they cut that cast off, my arm has atrophied. This is the human condition. It is the opposite of if I go to the gym and I lift some weights and eat some good, you know, some good food, I am going to grow. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to get more resilient. Mm -hmm. So that's the physical nature of it. But this is the reality. This is physio human physiology, and it cannot be argued. If we do not have those things in our life, if we find the comfort that we're trying to chase, those things that we think that I'm going to have a successful business and go retire in the Caribbean and never do anything. Kind of your question very early in this, why are you here? Why aren't you doing that? If I go, if I go that I am literally walking towards death. Like, mm. so there's the physical side of it that I just articulated, but the mental, the emotional, all these sorts of things, you have to have this in your life. And as humans, we have some of those primary desires that move us that direction at certain stages in our life. The, trying to, you get to that state as a teen where you're trying to find and identify yourself and it ended up, uh, you know, pushing you towards, you know, you know, stepping away from the family and starting to form your own identity and things. Mm -hmm. And then you got the drives to, you know, find a partner and maybe have a child and those sorts of things. And then what happens, you see a lot of so many people, once they get past those, those big primal desire, you know, pushes that they flatten out. And mm. nothing really happens and they don't move forward and you touch base and you see them 20 years, 30 years later, and nothing has changed in their life. Mm -hmm. In fact, oftentimes their health has gone to crap and their relationships aren't really the best because they're not really engaged in their life in bettering themselves. And that's what happens. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's why we need, to, we need to have the practice of living into fear and just stepping into those things so that it becomes 
comfortable. And yeah, I got forced into learning these lessons, but it's something that I, I feel the, the need to share and try to empower and motivate people to uh, do that. And this is why I love talking to business people because oftentimes they, they get that and that they have the underlying sense and it's really to, to reinforce that and maybe have them look at other ways uh, to have that impact in their life or maybe to make it clear so that they can incorporate that into their leadership style, philosophy in their company, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm hearing you saying overall is that if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, and yes. uh, there's, I mean, I very often, you know, and it's not just a, you know, ethereal uh, statement. It is, it is physiology. That's the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make out. This is real. It is not theoretical. Mm. Yeah. I like how you mention it on that end. Cause it's like, it's not just a mental thing, but it can start to reflect uh, in your health. Um, and so it's just a very, very profound uh, stuff. And uh, I love it. I love how you continue to grow and you continue to, um, you know, serve. And I like that you show up to these podcast shows to uh, continue to provide like education and impact. Uh, it, it's just very, I'm very inspired <laughs> by you, Chris, is I think what I'm trying to say. And I'm, I'm pleasantly enjoying uh, our conversation so far. Uh, I do have to ask you on your journey so far at this point in your life, and obviously you're not done. Uh, what are you most proud of so far? <laughs> uh, I am most proud of the fact that I have built a life uh, that my business, my life, my personal life, my family, it, it's all one. And it allows me to execute and live in the manner that I want. And it, sh- it is a platform for me to demonstrate through my actions to my children mm. that they themselves can build their own life and really create their own reality around themselves. I don't know what it's going to be, but the fact that, Hey, their father did this and mm-hmm. I, and watch me do that, that they have the confidence in knowing as they walk into to the world on their own, that mm-hmm. they can do the same thing that mm-hmm. they can create and live exactly in the manner that they want to. Oh, that's beautiful. I can't wait to see your kids grow up and see what, <laughs> see how they apply your lessons or if they don't, who knows, you never know. How who knows? Do. That's up for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I want to uh, shift gears. I, I just love how we've been talking more about philosophy than anything, but I want to make sure I've, I cover my bases here and don't, you know, miss out on you wanting to share some things. Is there anything in particular that, you know, you want people to know about your businesses or about your books or, you know, any of that in general? Um, yeah. Uh, so there's, there's this balance, right, of when I talk about turning into challenge, turning into the things that are going to make you grow, there's also the balance of you can't train seven days a week, five hours a day. You're going to not recover from that at a point. You're, you know, that arm is going to start you know, breaking down uh, when we're using the broken arm analogy versus the, the healthy one going into the gym. Yeah. And so, you know, those people that are interested in the physical nature of things, that is actually my level of expertise is on biomechanics, uh, recovery, rehab, those sorts of things. And Kabuki Strength, we make equipment. This is why we've grown so rapidly in <laughs> as a company. We rethink these base level movements uh, that are done in the gym mm-hmm. and create. I create products 
that remove the negative stresses that allow people in the joints to get in the correct position so that we can maximize the training effect, but make sure that you're not the person that, well, I used to do that because I, till I had a bad knee, I had a bad back, I had a, whatever it is, but we can accommodate to the variability of a, an individual. We can remove the negative stresses by getting the joints in the proper position and, and making the non-adaptive tissue, the bones, the ligaments that the and everything related to that so that it isn't taking the stresses that it's going to not recover from so you know people that are interested in that we also provide uh coaching and education our coaches we the content that we teach and lecture people on it's used in physical therapy and chiropractic schools we you know lecture at all levels based on these concepts and we provide education that's usable around human movement that we drop on Instagram and YouTube on a daily basis. And we coach people as well. So that want to, you know, those people that are finding pines, trying to chase this stuff, but they've got the achy, this, they've got the hurt back. I mean, we really specialize in getting people out of pain and living better through strength. We don't want to see strength be something that is negative on a person's life. So yeah, if that interests you, check out our stuff. Uh, barefoot shoes, so I talked about backs for a second, like global prioritization uh, as far as impact on the body. Spine, uh, well, let's just put this. Number one healthcare cost in America mm-hmm. is not diabetes, it's not heart disease, it's not cancer, it's low back pain. Mm-hmm. That's an area we specialize in. And the management of spinal mechanics is the number one uh, largest impact on the body from a global perspective. Number two is the foot. And mm. so I do a lot of stuff with foot mechanics through the company Barefoot Athletics. Uh, we make a minimalist shoe that helps us be able to strengthen and develop resilience and, and, and controlling the foot and ankle complex that has a huge impact on the body. So, uh, yeah. And the people that are really into it and like supplements, that's where my, my company built fast comes in. But, uh, yeah, I, I find that, uh, you know, if that's something that you're taking on, and I believe anybody that is in this, you know, this port of their life of trying to chase self-improvement, there's those three avenues. Like, yeah. you know, there's the mental, there's the mental side, there's the emotional, maybe spiritual side, and there's a physical nature of it. If you don't have something moving in all three of those, you really need to step back and reassess. Mm. They're all going to be complementary to each other. Yeah. If you're not taking care of your health, you're not going to be able to, like in my case, be a really thoughtful, you know, visionary for my company. I'm not going to be engaged the way that I need to be. It's going to affect my relationships with my, with my family or my ability to be there in the future. So anyway, um, like I said, we offer a lot of this stuff for free. So yeah, I was going <laughs> to say like, you know, at least start with YouTube. <laughs> At least start with subscribing to their YouTube channel, watching all the free videos. Uh, I I just love, uh, Chris, overall, just your holistic approach uh, to everything. And it's even though it says, even though the company is Kabuki Strength, it's more than just the physical aspect. It's the mental aspect. I mean, there's so much more to it. And, uh, you know, and you really exude, um, you really, I think you really do practice like what you preach and hence why your companies are so successful and why you've had the opportunity to work with cool people like The Rock and Le- LeBron James and, and everything. Um, so with that said, I want to thank you again so much for your time, Chris. Any final parting thoughts before we go? Um, 
No, I'll just uh, say uh, you mentioned one of the company websites up front. If you just go to chrisduffin.com, I've got all my companies linked there. And there's actually a free audio download of my book uh, there. You can get it and one other book through uh, uh, signing up for an Audible account on there. It's it's a great deal. Obviously, I get a kickback on that, but uh, uh, I honestly think it's a great deal. If you get it somewhere else, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, check check the stuff out. Uh, and uh, yeah, I uh, I think we had a really great discussion. I, it was a good start to the day. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad that I uh, kicked off your day on a good note, Chris. Well, thanks again for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. And again, to our listeners, this is Chris Duffin, who is the CEO of Kabuki Strength, Barefoot Athletics, and Fast Formula. You can learn more about him and his company and all this good stuff at his website, chrisduffin.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.